Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Helen, who is known around the Taiwanese community as Helen Hu. 对啊，今天我们的来宾呢是在艺术方面非常有才华，即将呢要远赴德国深造的艺术大师 Helen. My guest today was born in Germany, but has been living in Taiwan for about four years now. She is a tattoo artist, painter, lover of all the arts, an incredibly curious human, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Helen. Hi! Thanks for having me, John. Thank you so much for joining us today on NG Ingwen, Helen. It's a pleasure to get to see you through the computer screen. I wish I could see you in real life. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> well, Helen, you do so many cool things in the art world, and you're just talented beyond belief. So, can you share with our audience、Thank、kind、you. of a little bit about yourself and what do you do? So, I am a tattoo artist and a painter who is currently living in Taiwan. I was born and raised in Germany, and my parents are both Chinese. I moved here to Taiwan four years ago. I'm working on paintings and applying to art school. Well, I actually applied to art school already, and I'm moving to Germany next month. Congratulations! Moving.、Thank、so、you. the art school is in Germany. Is that correct? Yes, the art school is in Germany in Hamburg. It's the University of Fine Arts in Hamburg. And this was a big. Kind of lifetime achievement for you, like a goal was to get into this art program. Is that correct? Yes, it has been quite a challenge for me. I always wanted to study fine art, but my parents never let me. Sounds like quite the cliche, but I didn't get to study art when I wanted to. So now, ten years later, I'm finally going for it. I love that you are paving your own way. I love that so much. Yes. So, in the world of fine art, is there something specific that you are focusing on for your degree? For my degree, my degree is a degree in painting, a master's in painting. So that is what I've been most interested in. I've tried out a few different things also during my own time. And as well, during university, I studied film, new media arts, and there I got to try out sculpture, sculpting,、uh, drawing, painting, mixed media, a lot of different medias. And what really interested me was painting. It's something that I always just came back to. So that's why I'm following this intuition. Yeah, you know, a lot of our friends. Around Taiwan, have you know commissioned you for work, and you tattoo a lot of our friends. And so, in kind of following this dream of yours, do you see yourself now essentially relocating and living in Europe to kind of pursue more of the fine art that you want to do? Yes, I would say so. I definitely want to be in Europe, or actually in Germany, to immerse myself in that. Circle of artists, and one of the reasons why I do want to go to art school is so I can meet the people who are doing the same things 
and hopefully we can also share ideas and bounce ideas off of each other. And I think it's immensely motivating and very inspiring to work with people that are doing the same thing in different ways. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you fuel off of that community that you will be in, I'm sure. And yes. Yeah. You know, it's it's might be so beautiful for you because yeah, you were you were born and raised in Germany. And so this is almost like a, a kind mm -hmm. of full circle right now as you enter into this yeah. new stage for this program. Yeah, definitely. Full circle describes it well. It does feel like I've made my circle around the world and I gained a lot of life experience and it was very helpful for me to have the space and time to get to know myself. And now I have a clearer picture of what I need. Yeah, that's beautiful. Getting that clarity on yourself is such, oh my goodness, I can't, can't say enough <laughs> about that. And yeah. so you also mentioned too, you do a little tattooing and was tattooing more of kind of a hobby project to just push yourself different ways creatively? Well, actually, initially, I worked in the film industry. And between films, you usually have this long time for yourself where you're not sure when you'll get the next job. Mm -hmm. So during that time, I was thinking about designing my own tattoo. And I realized that I could just learn the whole process and that that might be quite interesting. When I went for it, I wasn't aware of how much time it would take or how much commitment it would be. So I started to do my apprenticeship in Germany. And the more I did it, the more I liked it. And now I'm still doing it. That's so cool. So it essentially, <laughs> it started because you wanted to design your own tattoo. Yes. And I just wanted to share, do you remember the first time we met in real life? We were at a party for our friend Alberto, I believe it was. <laughs> you came up to me and you were like, nice to meet you. Um, what was the last thing you Googled? Last today? thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that was so cool. And it opened up this incredible conversation. Yeah, people should do this more often. <laughs> it's such a great icebreaker. Don't be shy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless you have things to hide, I guess. Well, really, you're almost opening the door to, hey, anything is okay because, you know, no matter, there's no right or wrong answer to what you Googled that day. Yeah, it's just all about curiosity and learning, I guess. 不知道各位记不记得，在刚刚访谈一开始时候，有讲到我们今天这位在德国出生长大的来宾，目前不但是一位刺青师，也是一位画家哦，而且已经申请到德国北部汉堡的一间艺术学校，准备继续回国念 Fine Art， 念艺术硕士。好，这边这个刺青，它的英文说法是 Tattoo。好，只需要稍微注意跟禁忌 taboo 之间的区别，为什么嘞？因为都是 t 开头嘛，而且都是 u 的音结尾，加上连重音的位置也都一样在第二音节，所以很多时候不少学生都会把他们两个搞混。如果你也有这个问题的话呢，别担心，教你一个小方法，只要记得 taboo 禁忌，因为有一个 b o o b 的音。
我们可以把它联想成是中文不行的不，好对不对？禁忌嘛，就是不行做的事情。那 tattoo， 因为你在自信的时候，可能如果你是第一次，大家就会相对紧张。那有些人紧张的时候呢，就会想吐。好，那这个吐呢，刚好就可以跟 tattoo 的 t o o t 做联想，所以就可以记得 tattoo 是刺青 ，taboo 是禁忌，是不是很好分？不过当然啦，如果你有其他更好分辨的方法，也欢迎跟我们分享哦。再来 ，Helen 不是有提到说，其实自己一直对英术都很有兴趣吗？只是跟很多家庭一样，因为父母的反对，所以没有如愿以偿改修那个新媒体艺术，学电影相关的。但虽然这样，就学期间他还是修了不少跟艺术相关的课程，像油画就是其中一种。而且呢，也是他一直都忘不掉的创作方式。常常试了其他种类，最后呢又一样，还是回来选择油画。例如他现在的刺青就是一个例子。之前本来是借着拍片空档，想说可以来设计自己的刺青图案，结果设计设计就默默成为了今天的设计师。这边他用到一个字 cliche， 大家不晓得有没有听过？他有老梗。好，或是讲到都已经烂掉的意思。好，我我我太白话了，其实就是我们讲的老生常谈，陈腔烂掉。像他刚刚说，因为家人反对，所以没有念自己当初想要的科系，是 cliche， 可能就是因为这种例子啊，在华人社会很常见。好，那要注意的是，这字听起来虽然是发 s h 的音，但是它的拼法其实是 c l i c h e。好，是 C H 不是 S H， 而且最后尾巴的 E， 它头上还要再加一撇才算拼对。当然，如果没有加一撇，人家也知道你在写什么啦。不过要正确拼的话，就是要再加一撇，毕竟人家是法文来着。接着他们讲到的是 Helen 之后搬回德国居住，跟同学一起沉浸在艺术的世界，一起创作，一起发想的部分。好，讲到这边的时候呢，有一个字我们来学一下。Full circle， 或是常常会直接说 to come full circle， 好，意思就是在表达我们中文的兜了一大圈又回到原点。像他说之前在德国没机会念艺术，结果呢现在兜了一大圈，北京也住过了，台北也住过了，还是一直都走在画画这条路上，还成为了一名刺青师。现在呢还要回德国念艺术，真的就是兜了一大圈，命中注定跟艺术要环环相扣这样子。好，这用法呢，不管是在讲我们人生经验，还是职业生涯，都可以把它拿来用，也是一个很道地使用的说法，建议大家可以记起来哦。再来，他们分享到的是当初认识的场景哦，真的蛮有趣的。那时候 Helen 过来跟 John 聊天，劈头第一句就是：“你最后一次在 Google 上面搜寻的是什么？”好，这一般人被问到话，应该都应该都会蛮蛮尴尬，不知道怎么反应吧。除了是要稍微回想以外，如果是搜寻的尴尬的东西，可能也不好意思说，或是要随便摆一下其他的之类的。哦，不过就像他们讲的，我我也觉得这是一个很赞，可以可以化解尴尬气氛的话题。大家笑一笑之后，说不定就会比较放松一些，比较聊得起来。那这化解尴尬气氛的话题呢？英文就是他们刚刚讲的 icebreaker。好、哦，它本来其实是指那个极地气候区他们用的破冰船，但是呢，也可以延伸成打破僵局、化解尴尬气氛的事情。像公司或一些活动中，如果有组小团队的。在一开始，小组长通常都会带一些小游戏，有没有让大家互相认识？那这些小游戏呢，就是我们讲的 icebreaker。好啦，那这段内容就先在这边告一段落。
我们赶快继续来听下半段的分享吧。Yeah, and I remember it too. As as we were just conversating, I felt you were so captivating in the way you kind of you you were curious, as you said, your curiosity for another person. And do you feel that when you are exploring a painting, or maybe as you're building a tattoo for your clients? Does your curiosity play a big part of how you think about that person or or their experiences?、Mm, wonderful question. I think that curiosity is an attitude in life.、Mm. I want to see the world anew. So train your brain to see things as if never seen them before. Sometimes I lie in bed with my partner and I think, wow, how amazing is it that two strangers. Met somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and are so close right now. And I think that will come out in anything you create. It's not a direct translation that I have that that I bring this curiosity necessarily into my creation, but I bring it into my life. I think life itself is like an ocean, and you are a sponge. You. Soak up all that water, and what you create is squeezing that sponge. Ooh, that's a really beautiful kind of analogy right there. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and and you're so, gosh, I I couldn't. We could go on for days about kind of the beauty of you know the timing of the universe and how two people collide、mm-hmm. at these certain points in their existence and.、Oh. Yeah. Isn't so, that amazing? It's so cool. It's so cool. Life you know, is full of magic. It's so magic, and like sometimes when I when I was a younger man, I tried to understand that magic. But I think part of what I've been enjoying with life lately is just not trying to fully understand the magic, just letting it be, and just embracing、yeah. it, and just noticing. Enjoy、it. the magic. Enjoying the magic. <laughs> no、yeah. doubt. So, in terms of your painting, if we can kind of stay、mm-hmm. focused on your painting, is there something that you could kind of help us to paint a picture for the audience visually? What do you focus on? Are you mostly doing, let's say, acrylic on canvas, or what? What style? What medium do you use the most? So,、um, most of the time, I paint on canvas, and my paintings are abstract works. That means I'm not painting a figure. Are not really shaped or、uh, things, objects that you can recognize in real life. It's rather based on movement, dynamic, color, contrast. Oh, abstract painting! It's oh so incredible. And so, have you ever done your own shows, or has there been ways that you've been able to kind of showcase your paintings, or is that something that you would like to do in the future? Actually, I've done small shows before with more decorative work that I have done previously. But in the last few years, I've been painting a lot, not really sharing it with the broader audience because I didn't want my work to be influenced. Especially since I'm still growing and developing my own style and trying to out about what I'm really interested in expressing,、mm-hmm. I wanted to have very stable. View on my own work first before I hear other people's opinions about it. You're so in tune with yourself, Helen. I, I just I love that and respect it so much. And I、Thank、think、you. that's that's really pure in my mind too. You're doing this work for yourself. You're learning what you are, 
what, you know, what makes up Helen, and then you will be ready to present it and have, you know, yeah. more clarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to kind of see what you blossom into even further. And I wish you nothing but success for, for your master's program in Germany. Thank you. So can we change gears a little bit and focus now on kind of the story or the upbringing, if you will, of Helen? I believe you mentioned, yeah, you were born in Germany to Chinese parents and now you're in mm-hmm. Taiwan. So can you take us through a quick summary of how that all unfolded? So I was born and raised in Germany, lived there until I was 18 years old. Then I moved to China to study film there, partially because my parents wanted me to get to know my roots and learn Chinese, which I did. I lived in Beijing for four years where I learned Chinese. Now I can read and speak in Chinese, but I can't hand write characters <laughs> but I think it's enough for me right now to be able to read and speak a hundred percent and so after Beijing yeah. how did you find Taiwan what brought you here um love brought me here ah. I fell in love with my coworker. then we worked together on a film in China and she is Taiwanese so I came here with her That's incredible. And so your language journey through all of this, as you mentioned, yeah, you kind of went to Beijing to get more in touch with your roots and learn Mandarin. And Mm -hmm. obviously you speak German fluently, English Mm -hmm. fluently. How did all your languages play a part in your life? I think because I was raised bilingual, it was kind of easy for me to learn languages. So my grandmother raised me, then my Dad talked to me in Mandarin, and my mom talked to me in Cantonese. Then in school, with friends or with my siblings, I would talk in German. And in about fifth or sixth grade, I started learning English, and it came quite naturally, I would say. And so as you've now developed you know, your interests and your, your career as an artist a bit here in Taiwan, have you found you are expressing yourself to clients in Mandarin or are you still focusing mostly on an international community using maybe English or a European language? I actually do use Mandarin and English both equally Mm -hmm. um, because my clients here are partially international clients and half of them are Taiwanese. Could you share maybe with our audience here on NG England some maybe tips and advice? What has really helped you Obviously, I know a lot of your language started when you were young, and so Mm -hmm. you were just kind of immersed in it. But when you went to Beijing, did you have anything that really worked well to kind of assist you and and feel that it really helped you along the way? Well, I think uh, you always need to think about the way your brain works and how you learn things best. For me personally, I think just immersing myself in a community that spoke English was the easiest way. I think for most people, that is the easiest way when you have no other choice but to learn it, to speak it, so you can communicate. So if you want to learn a language, I do think it's helpful to think about the environment you're in, if that is the best environment or fastest or most uh, strategic way to learn a language. 
some people learn better with audio. So listen to podcasts, listen to music, listen to audiobooks. Are you looking forward to being in kind of a, a fully immersive German environment again? Um, <laughs> I am looking forward to that because I do feel like my German has been in hiding a little bit. <laughs> so I would love to get it back. Yeah, that's so cool. Awesome, Helen. Well, you have such a, a beautiful personality and a creative energy all around you. And I can't wait to kind of see what your life brings. And thank you for joining us today on the show. And a question I love to ask to end here on NG England is if you could go back in time and talk to a younger Helen, would you give yourself any advice on life, art, magic, anything? One advice I would give myself is to just be. Mm. I think a lot of kids are not taught what it means to be, what it means to have their own experience, or what it means to experience life. Don't think so much about what others think. Create your own life and live your life authentically through your own experiences. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more with that. Well, well said. Where can people maybe see some of your art? Is there anywhere they can get more in tune with your life on social media? Yes, sure. Um, I have a Instagram account <laughs> called Helen Incognito, Helen, H-E-L-E-N underscore I-N-K. G-N-I-T-O. Did I hey, get it right? <laughs> that sounds about right. Helen Incognito. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Very, very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Helen, well, thank you for joining us on this quarantine edition of NG Ingwen. And I hope to thank see you, you in real life very, very soon. See you soon. 第二段这边在问到说 ，Helen 的 curiosity， 她的好奇心，对她的艺术创作跟对别人的看法有没有影响的时候，用到这个片语 play a part， 或是有时候也会有人说 play a role。好，它表达的呢，就是对某个人或是某件事情有所影响。我们来听一个例子 ，Music plays a big part in his life。好，音乐对他的人生有很大的影响。所以好奇心对他的创作到底有没有影响嘞？还有人说，其实好奇心影响的是他的生活，进而影响到的才是他的作品。我觉得这里他讲的很不错的地方是，我们的人生呢就像一片海洋，好，那我们每个人就像一个海绵，好，不停的在吸收东西。所以当我们在创作的时候呢，就像是在挤海绵一样，再把吸收到的东西画出来。这个比你这个 analogy， 个人觉得描述的是真的是很实在，不愧是艺术家，连无聊的人生哲理也可以描述的这么有趣，这么有创意。那除了刺青以外 ，Helen 她也会画一些比较抽象的作品，而且因为目前她的个人风格还没有发展成熟，所以暂时没有做公开的展示。希望这样子呢，可以让她维持在自己的创作范围里面，而不受他人风格的影响。
。来这部分，我们有几个字看一下。第一个是我们国文课上修辞的时候会讲到的这个比拟法。好，不是说有分拟人跟拟物这两种吗？那这个比拟的英文说法呢，就是刚才他们用的这个字 analogy。好，那比喻的话呢是 metaphor。再来，我们听这个字 abstract。它这里是形容词的用法，表达的是抽象的。但是嘞，如果今天是名词用法的话呢，那就要注意，它有可能是在指书上的摘要、概要哦。接着 ，Helen 分享的是他的海外生涯。原本在德国出生长大，他到十八岁之后呢，因为爸妈希望他可以有机会去寻根，好去了解自己的家乡，所以大学四年都在北京念书。那在那期间呢，当然中文也是学了不少。讲到中文啊，他小时候的语言环境，说实在真的是很很特别哈、哦。除了学校有教德文和英文以外，在家还有中文跟广东话的熏陶，所以学语言对他来讲一直都不是很陌生，反而是在他生命中一直存在的东西。而且呢，这也真的是真实反映外在环境对学一个语言的重要性。好，来这边有个简单但是很常见的字，我们来听一下。Roots， 对，就是跟加拿大那间服饰品牌一样的字。它在这边指的是根或是根源，好像中国呢就是 Helen 他们家的根。不过呢，它也可以用来指植物的根或是法根、芽根等等，甚至还可以把它跟树枝 branch 一起用，变成片语 root and branch。什么意思呢？它就是表达某件事情完全被撤除或是改变。例如 ，the laws were reformed, root and branch， 就指法案或是法律被彻底的改革。好，那希望大家都有从这次的内容学到一些东西。待会节目过后，可以去 Helen 的 IG 欣赏欣赏她的刺青作品哦。All right, bye everyone. Bye. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night from nine to nine thirty. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。